this gentleman is going to wrap up his work down there in Nashville. He's done a good job the last four days. His final report for us here on 97.3 The Fan. Our man on the scene all week long at the baseball winter meeting, Sam Levitt, joins us here on 97.3 The Fan. And, uh, Sam, you may be the lonesome pioneer still there right now. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, it, admittedly, uh, I, I did not go back over to uh, the convention center today because, uh, you know, everything really was, was wrapped up, uh, admittedly and, you know, people heading out and obviously we ended up having a very late night yesterday. And I thought, thankfully, you know, we're able to hear from AJ Preller and, and, you know, had that all finalized by the time everybody headed out of there really uh, this morning. So, um, yeah, you know, obviously, uh, a long few days in Nashville, very quiet to start, but, uh, boy, it really, you know, started with, uh, or I should say, uh, finished, uh, with a, a flurry of action with uh, the trade getting finalized last night. Boy, uh, Sam, uh, that thing kind of dragged out. You know, we thought it might be, uh, you know, around lunchtime yesterday and then, you know, maybe later in the afternoon when A.J. Preller was going to speak because you were on with us yesterday at noon. And you said, well, mm-hmm. A.J.'s going to speak in a couple hours. We're thinking, well, man, maybe they're going to get this thing done. But, man, it dragged on forever and ever. And I, I'll be honest with you, I got a little concerned when I found out that Brian Cashman and Aaron Boone had, had left the yeah. hotel and were flying back to New York. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, you know, I, I was concerned as well. I don't know if concerned is the right word, but I was certainly curious uh, as to whether it would get finalized. I mean, you know, it, it went yesterday and you're right. I was on with you as reports were coming out that they had come to a deal and it was in the process of getting finalized, but then things really went quiet for a while and then there was a period of time there where I think a lot of us were sort of wondering what was going on uh you know perhaps there was an issue with medicals but uh, obviously uh it ended up going through and you know then we were we were sort of waiting to, to see what the deal would be as far as AJ Preller and uh if he would have some sort of uh, sort of press conference uh before the night was over and he did at around 10:45 local time in Nashville so uh look I, you know I, I think you know, it's a it's a deal that that you know certainly seemed like it was going to get done throughout the last couple of days. I mean, you know, something that multiple people said to me throughout the few days in Nashville has been, you know, was as this trade was being discussed. People said to me, you know, if the Padres get the package they want, this is a trade that could happen this week. That was a very consistent thing that I heard from multiple people that if if they got the package they wanted, they would not be afraid uh, to make this trade, you know, and, and you know, not wait for Otani to sign and not wait for the Blue Jays to possibly, you know, be willing to get more involved. And, and clearly they were comfortable with the package they got back and, and went for it. Sam Levitt joining us from uh, Nashville, wrapping up his uh, winter uh, meetings coverage uh, on behalf of 97.3 The Fan. Sam, what was your take? Uh, I mean, Share a little bit, and I, I mean, I heard AJ sound bites in that. But from from your uh, your perspective, uh, you know, sitting there uh, listening to what he had to say, uh, kind of give us your thoughts on on yeah. what he had to say about these uh, guys coming from the Yankees. And I'd also like to kind of find out your thoughts on, on what other media members were saying because everybody's coming out with different grades today on who won the trade. Yeah. And, you know, the Padres should have done this or they got an A in this. And, you know, kind of give me your thoughts on what A.J. had to say and what the other members of the media were saying about this deal. 
Yeah, as far as, as AJ look, I think it, it probably goes without saying, and I think you could get this sense yesterday as he spoke, you know, look, I, I don't think it's his favorite thing in the world to trade perhaps the future Hall of Famer, and especially a year and a half after he made the initial trade for Soto and gave up what the Padres did. I I don't think this was the initial plan. Now, you know, obviously, A.J. talked about when they made the trade, they understood that there was a world where maybe they would have to pivot at some point. You know, uh, look, last year did not go as planned, obviously. And uh, we know with the payroll that, um, you know, it was, you know, as of a while ago, reported to come down significantly to $200 million. I mean, still a good payroll, but that's a lot less than where it was in 2023. So, you know, look, I, I think the sense I got from AJ was, was you know, this this was not fun. I mean, I, I don't think this was the initial plan. This is not anybody's, you know, preference to trade away a player the caliber of Juan Soto. Um, but with that said, I, I you know, like we, we talked about all week, I, I think they looked at their roster. They looked at their available money. Um, they looked at, you know, what they could get back in a deal, and, and they found it you know, wiser to free up that money, get uh, the package back that they did and, and um, you know, and move forward even without Juan Soto. So, um, you know, look, I, I, you know, you heard AJ Preller yesterday, you know, use the words like budget. I mean, you know, things that I don't know that we typically heard from AJ, uh, but there was, I thought, sort of an acknowledgement that, look, there is a budget. Um, there is, you know, a, a finite amount of money they, they you know, are going to be willing to spend this offseason, and, and they wanted to use that money, uh, you know, in a different way than paying $30-plus million to Juan Soto and Trent Grisham. As far as the package that they got back, look, I, I think pretty widespread last night even. Um, I, I thought people, and it seems to, to be the same way as I read things today, I, I, I seem like a lot of people thought they did well. Um, look, I think it gives the Padres – something they certainly lack, which is, you know, young, controllable pitching, certainly talented pitching, especially when you talk about Michael King, who, you know, I don't know if you read, you know, what Dino Saris, you know, wrote this morning and, and some other people. I mean, people are so high on him and what he could be as a starter. Obviously, Drew Thorpe is a, a pretty highly regarded prospect and had a great first year of pro ball. Um, look, it gives them pitching and it gives them depth something that they, they, you know, as of 24 hours ago, do not have. The concern I, I, I think I have you know, with, with the pitching is that, you know, none of those guys have, you know, been a starter in the major leagues for a full season. I mean, Michael King was very good in the last couple of months for New York in a starting role, but he's never thrown a tremendous amount of innings. So that's something to keep an eye on. Um, you know, but look, I think they did well, and it seems like other people agree um, you know, it's, I don't know that it totally softens the blow of trading somebody like a Juan Soto away. Uh, and I also think, look, you, you, you can only judge this. And I think this was part of the evaluation as I talked to people yesterday. You can only evaluate this, I think, when we see what the roster looks like heading into spring training. What does AJ do with the money? What additional moves can he make? I think that it's, it's a weird scenario. And I think it's got to it's gotta play out a little bit for us to really assess you know, the impact of this trade and, and what this team really looks like on opening day. You know, Sam, uh, 
And again, I'm not a great math major, but I, I kind of figured out, uh, you know, uh, 38 million going out, uh, 8 million coming in. Uh, Padres picked up about 30 million, and we thought they were somewhere in the neighborhood, somewhere between 10 and 20 million. I mean, this could free up 50 or more million for free agency. And, you know, they've got to address left field. they got to address center field. You know, a lot of people are talking about first base, but we got a first baseman right now in Jay Cronenworth unless they were able to move him off the roster or maybe, you know, right. have him uh, try to play left field. I, I don't know. We've heard that in the past that they were thinking about uh, going that direction. But I still think they need at least one, if not another starter, maybe two starters. Yeah. Yeah, and, and AJ didn't make that pretty clear yesterday that, that they will look for additional starting pitching, which is which is no surprise. So I, I think in the starting pitching sense, they are far from done. And look, I, I think as far as the outfield spots, yeah, I mean, you know, all of a sudden they need two starting outfielders. Um, they, you know, one thing we continue to hear throughout the week, and we heard it last night from AJ, I don't think it's a – super far-fetched idea that Fernando could move to center field. Um, I think it's something they're planning on, you know, maybe just kind of, I I don't want to say, you know, necessarily discussing with him, but at least broaching the topic of, of, you know, what that would look like and uh, the potential of that. Because I I do think there is a feeling that while I'm I'm sure he could play center field and I'm sure he'd excel out there, you know, he's also sort of found a home in right field, and he's pretty darn good in right field. So I don't know if that's something they want to mess with, but I think the important thing to remember is regardless, they still need two starting outfielders. So you're right, Coach. They need a lot. There's a lot of work to be done for A.J. Preller. And the, the good news is he does have the money now uh, to uh, to spread around and go get some talent. I mean, you know, I think it's really interesting how they've been – Link to Lee, the, 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 the outfielder out of Korea. I mean, it seems like they are, are going to make a real pursuit uh, of him and, and maybe ultimately get him. Um, you know, and A.J. tends to get very creative in trades. And I'll tell you this as well. I mean, I tweeted this out last night as far as the top 15 prospects. Um, you know, Jacob Marcy, the way A.J. was talking yesterday, he, even though he has limited experience at A. I mean, he will get a chance to compete in spring training. I think that's pretty clear that some of these prospects, even though, you know, we, we may consider them a little ways away, that group that was at AA last year, you know, that they may have an opportunity to compete for spots in spring training if they really impress. So, um, you know, look, I, I, he, he spoke about Marcy in particular yesterday. I thought that was very telling. And also, you look at their top 15 prospects, you know, category coach, and there's a lot of good names in there. Hypothetically, if AJ wanted to deal some of those guys to get more pitching or whatever it is, he could. He could. He, you know, to his credit, he, he sort of rebuilt the top end of the farm system with some really impressive names, and it's, it's widely considered at this point a really strong group. So uh, we'll see how it all plays out. I, I think we'll only know the answer as we get deeper into the offseason. Sam Levitt joining us from Nashville as he wraps up uh, winter meeting uh, coverage for us here on 97.3 The Fan. Sam, I got a follow-up, and I got another question for you. Uh, yeah. Hung, uh, uh, hung uh, 
who uh, Lee, uh, the center fielder, I've heard a lot about the Padres talking to him, and, and they'd really like to sign him. And we know, you know, he hit 340 last year in the KBO and good outfielder. Uh, actually came up as a shortstop and moved to center field. Have you heard any other teams really honing in on him right now, or are the Padres maybe the leader in the clubhouse as of right now? Yeah, you know what, Coach? I thought I saw something this morning. It may have been the Giants who were who were linked to him. I'm, I'm, I'd have to go look again. I'm not totally sure. Um, it did, I, I do remember seeing something about other teams linked. And look, when you have a, a prospect like that uh, coming over to play in, in the major leagues, they, there's always going to be interest. So, um, look, I, I think to nobody's surprise, you know, the Padres are interested. I mean, A.J. talked a few days ago how, you know, typically the Padres have, have, you know, been linked to a lot of those guys. So we'll see how it works out. But, I, you know, I'm not sure of the, um, of the total list of teams that are interested, but I'd be willing to bet that uh, it is definitely beyond just the Padres. But, again, I think the only way, you know, it, it would have become possible for the Padres to sign somebody like that is by moving – you know, off the Soto and, and then Grisham money. So, you know, now that becomes a possibility. And the last thing I got for you, and, you know, you can say what you want about this one, but and I hope it doesn't happen, but apparently yeah. the Red Sox are interested in Hassan Kim. And, I, boy, I'll tell you what, as a baseball fan, I would hate to see him go anywhere. I, I, yeah. I, I This guy's an energizer bunny, <clears throat> not only for the ball club, but for the fan base. Yeah, he is. I mean, you know, it's an interesting proposition, right? Because I think when you look beyond Juan Soto, as far as attractive trade candidates for the Padres, I mean, let's be honest, Hassan Kim would be one if they were willing to put him on the market. He's in the last year of a deal. He's coming off a tremendous, tremendous year. You certainly would be selling high. Now, I know there are a lot of Padres fans out there, as I say all that that are saying Sam stop talking because we know how popular Hassan Kim is uh, to this fan base and to this team and how much he's beloved inside that clubhouse and what a what a great player he is okay well what he did last year we all watched it um you know look it would be one way to get other pieces I mean if I'm AJ Preller I'm holding on to Hassan Kim um because I think he's really important to this team I think it it it, it obviously creates a, another hole somewhere, um, and he's really good, and he's a terrific defender, and we know everything he brings. So to me at this point, while you'd get great value because you'd be selling super, super high on him, it's, to me he, he's, part, he's part of your answer for this season. And at this point, if I'm A.J. Preller, I'm, I'm not trying to create more holes because, as you know, Coach, and as everybody knows right now, I mean, they've got – you know, they do have additional pitching depth now with the trade, but they hypothetically still have, you know, at least one or two rotation spots to fill, two outfielders to go get, and bullpen arms as well. There's a lot to be done. Um, so, I, I, you know, I, I just I can't see a scenario where trading Kim is, is an answer this offseason. I, I just think you lose so much if you do that. Um, crazier things have happened, obviously, but to me – I. I just, if I'm AJ Preller, I'd be very hesitant to do that. But, um, but I, I understand, you know, if reports come out like that, because, you know, I think for other teams, you look at it and they may look, you know, see Kim on the final year of a deal and the Padres, you know, trading some pieces and saying, well, is he available? So I'm not surprised to see the reports. I think I still would be surprised if that actually happened. 
Well, we'll see where it goes. I think the uh, the next few weeks leading up to Christmas and early January are going to be very uh, telling for our San Diego Padres. Yeah. Sam, uh, congratulations on a great four days down there. Uh, hopefully uh, you get an opportunity to enjoy a little bit here in the next couple of days before you head back. But uh, thanks again. I really appreciate all your time and, and hard work down there. Yeah, absolutely, Coach, and thank you for having me on. And um, you know, I, I know yesterday was a bit of a tumultuous day with uh, <laughs> with everything going on, but uh, you know, I, I would I would just leave you with this. You know, I said it, I think, in a video last night. I, look, obviously, anytime you trade away a guy like Juan Soto, um, you know, I, I'm sure for a lot of fans it's painful because he's such an incredible talent. Um, but we'll see how it all plays out, right? And uh, what they can do with this additional flexibility and how they could. You know, how they can make this team better for, for 2024 and, and make it into a contender. I'm, I am very intrigued at what A.J. Preller could do on that front. I really am. All right, Sam. Uh, safe travels, my friend. Thanks for all the uh, hard work down there. All right, Coach. Thank you very much.